Welcome, welcome, and here we are, September 1st, which means football's right around the corner, baby. It is good to have you back here on the Damon Bruce Show on Damon Bruce Plus, but no longer exclusively on YouTube. No, 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 no. Today is the day we have begun our arrangement with AMP once again. AMP is going to be carrying the Damon Bruce Show live every day at 11 as well and giving us a chance to hang out post-show, take some calls, play some music, and hang out. Very excited to be back in a partnership with AMP. We had fun during the NBA season, and we're going to have an awful lot of fun here now that it's almost football season. And indeed, how close are we to football season? We're nine days away from... Oh, the maximum football. It's coming, baby. It's around the corner. So we've got... Otherwise, uh, we're waiting for the Nick Bosa news, right? That's got to happen. I want to see this done by Monday. I don't care if it's a holiday weekend. By the way, happy Labor Day. Labor Day, America's most useless holiday, right? I mean, no one needs uh, a vacation at the end of their summer. What we need is Labor Day to be a floating holiday, which you, as a hard laborer, get to decide when to enact it on your own. I think most of America would choose, I'll take that Monday after the Super Bowl as my Labor Day. That's when I could use a day off from my labor. By the way, this Monday, I will be taking no days off from labor. Not only is it football season, which means no days off, but I, I don't have any labor right now. I am still technically laid off and certainly underemployed. So we're just going to, we're going to go forth, baby. No days off. We stop for no one. We're on to Cincinnati. Uh, welcome back to the Damon Bruce Show. Welcome to AMP. It's good to have you there as well. And welcome to everyone. Follow, like, subscribe. It gets tedious. I know it. It gets it, all these different places and all these different buttons I got to push. Eh. Hey, at least it's free, right? At least you got that going for you. I get... Uh, I get uh, uh, fish coming from uh, Dick's uh, Sports Park in Colorado for free on Sirius. Well, I'm guessing I'm paying for Sirius, so that's never free. But uh, if you stick around on the AMP app a little bit later on, uh, as we're getting out of here today, I'll hit you with a tweezer reprise. There was a tweezer last night in Colorado, and if you don't speak the language of fish, this means nothing to you. I actually got the fish mug that uh, comes with us to Mexico whenever we go and see fish. Can't really afford to do that this coming February, so we'll just have to admire from afar. Anyway, uh, most of you really don't give a crap about that, and I don't blame you. Here's what you do care about. You care about 49ers football. And if there's one thing I can't help but notice is that while I'm really not listening to either of the sports talk radio stations in town, it's pretty clear that they're all listening to me because I pick a topic kind of out of thin air, and then what do you know? It materializes almost out of thin air on the radio as well. The, the thing that no one was talking about until Damon started talking about it becomes the thing that a lot of people are now talking about. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm glad I'm still inspiring both radio stations to do better work. It's good to know. Um, Christian McCaffrey is my latest thought nugget, thought balloon that I have floated out there to the general public. And why not? Because I really do believe that this is the least discussed topics to actually the topics that matter the most to the upcoming season for the San Francisco 49ers. Let me just ask you a hypothetical question, okay? And um, uh, this is just a hypothetical, just hypotheticals, just a hypothetical question, and I think it proves me right. I'm going to ask you, 
What if I offered you a full season of Brock Purdy, but Christian McCaffrey plays fewer than 10 games, or you get a full season of Christian McCaffrey with Sam Darnold? Which would you rather have? Like, with all due respect to Brock Purdy, and as I'm excited about Brock Purdy as, as I think I should be and you should be, I think Christian McCaffrey does more to realize Kyle Shanahan's offense's full potential than the downgrade of going from Brock Purdy to Sam Darnold. Christian McCaffrey is, in any absence from him, would leave the 49ers in a worse position than just about an absence of anyone. He is that important. He is the skeleton key that unlocks the doors to all of Kyle's offensive imagination. And, you know, it, it, to me, and I discussed this yesterday with Matt Mayoko, who, again, I want to thank coming on uh, Damon Bruce Plus. It was great to have the Cobra on. He is so good at what he does. And he brought a ton of attention to the channel yesterday. We thank him very much for that. Um, if you uh, think today's show runs a little short, I invite you to go back and get into that Matt Mayoko interview from yesterday on my YouTube channel because that to me is the only 49ers discussion that you really need to hear before we get going in Pittsburgh for real next Sunday. So um, thanks again to Matt Mayoko for stopping on by. But as we kind of alluded to, um, you know, football is full of pendulum swings, right? The entire league's going this way and then it comes back down and now it's going that way. And we just spent an entire offseason talking about the lack of value of a running back. So I think people are going to be looking to highlight running back value across all forms of media this year. So there's going to be a little pendulum swing back to loving a running back. I think there's going to be a little bit of a pendulum swing towards not necessarily looking at quarterback as the only group of position players that could even qualify for MVP consideration. Um, I think running backs are about to get more love when deserved than ever before. As Matt Mayoko put it, though, you know, sort of acknowledging that MVPs do seem reserved for quarterbacks and almost quarterbacks alone, where Matt Mayoko met me in the middle of the road on this Christian McCaffrey discussion that we were having yesterday was he likes him for offensive player of the year consideration. Either way, whether it be Offensive Player of the Year or an MVP, I, I really don't care. The whole point is no one's talking about Christian McCaffrey enough. This guy, I think, in year two with the San Francisco 49ers is just, if he can stay healthy, about to unleash holy hell on the entire apparatus that is the NFL. I can't wait to see Christian McCaffrey get going. Uh, if you were lucky enough to have one of the first three or four picks in your draft, your fantasy football draft, maybe you got Christian McCaffrey. I think he's about to have a 2,000-yard, 20-touchdown, 80-reception-level season. I, I think he's going to be an, uh, just a beast week in, week out, and he's eventually, at some point in time this year, he's going to have one of those, hey, Christian McCaffrey scored five touchdowns today, three on the ground, two in the air, he even threw one, or something like that. He's going to have some 
gaudy, gaudy, gaudy numbers associated with some afternoons this upcoming season. Uh, I want to thank my sponsors here on the Damon Bruce Show. Not only uh, is he a cardboard cutout here behind me, not only does he appear graphically as if by magic. Oh, there he is. There's Ike. Um, I'm even wearing the sweatshirt today. It's kind of a rainy day, so it seemed like the perfect thing to throw on. Let me tell you about a rainy day. A rainy day means you don't want to leave your house for lunch. Get some Ikes delivered to you. Use the Ikes Reward app to make that happen. Not only can you get your sandwich delivered to you from any Ikes location, but you also start earning points on free sandwiches down the road. The Rewards, Ike Rewards app, You got if you're eating as many sandwiches from Ikes as you should be, you're going to want to be rewarded for it. And we always want to thank our good friends at Blackened Whiskey, I'm, I, I got somewhere to go today, so I'm not going to be pulling from the bottle right now, but it is Labor Day, which means that by the time we get back to Monday, I guarantee you this bottle will be gone. Uh, thanks so much to our friends at Black & Whiskey. Thank you again to BottomLineBets.com. This is a handicapping service that is willing to dole out the best gambling advice you're going to get uh, coming out of Las Vegas. My man Stefan is entrenched in Las Vegas. That is where he lives. He lives basically in a penthouse on top of the Aria. He's not just selling picks to you. He is playing what he is laying, and if you are going to put your money behind any handicapper, that's like, to me, the price of admission that I would want. Don't just tell me what you think is a good bet. Make it yourself, and Stefan does that. So he's not selling bullshit to you. This is These are bets he takes to the window himself. If you want to be a better, smarter gambler, cashing more winning tickets than last season, get yourself to bottomlinebets.com. Get the three picks that he makes each and every day. At least three picks are up. And, and there are daily, weekly, and monthly membership prices. So however you want to come in, there is an entry point perfectly suited for you and what do you do you live in california you just signed up for bottomlinebets.com but you don't want to drive to reno or fly to vegas to make any bets what do you do you go to mybookie.ag mybookie.ag and use promo code damon when you sign up you get 50 percent deposit match up to a thousand dollars and a ten dollar casino chip to use at mybookie.ag which is offshore which means no matter where you are you can put your action over there trusted timely payouts and a lot of fun different ways to go about a gambling afternoon or evening at mybookie.ag use promo code damon d-a-m-o-n when you sign up so there you go my sponsors we thank you so much as always for doing what you do for us right here Irwin is asking if we got any prop bets for the sip of the day or bottle pulls over on bottom line bets or mybookie.ag i'm sorry no we are you know we're we're not here to uh, uh, have any any hard feelings. You know, I don't want you to think I'm rigging any bets, but here we go. This feels like a sip of the day coming up right here. Ah, oh, the, delicious, if you don't mind me saying. By the way, a coffee company reached out to me and says, hey, uh, this sip of the day thing is a really cool idea. Maybe we could be in a little bit of business together. Again, people just coming to me. Damon, how do I get involved? I love it. I really love it. Your support has been just absolutely uh, awesome. 
Uh, Cal and Stanford, boys and girls, are taking their rivalry to the ACC, and Southern Methodist will join them over there. Look, the ACC, is it perfect? No. Obviously, it's a logistical nightmare, uh, but you can't complain about the lifeboat that's coming to save you when you're drowning. And that's what Cal and Stanford were about to do. As four remaining members, there are now two Pac-2 members left, Washington State, Oregon State. I feel terrible for you. I really do. I don't know what your future holds be beyond a trip to the Mountain West. Um, this might not be ideal for Stanford or Cal, but it's better than nothing. That's for sure. Uh, the San Jose Mercury News said in a momentous vote that reshapes college sports and the map, ACC presidents Friday morning approved membership invitations for Bay Area academic powerhouses and SMU starting next summer, according to multiple sources. No other details immediately available. However, the schools are being expected to accept the ACC is viewed as the best available option and a complete uh, the schools will comp complete let me let me say this again. Schools will compete in all sports. So it's not like this is just football and basketball. This is all sports. Um, the ACC will now have 18 schools in total, although Notre Dame is not a full participant. They're still an independent in football. But look, with USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington entering the Big Ten next summer, and Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado heading off to the Big 12, only four schools remained in the now about-to-be-defunct 108-year-old Pac-12 conference, and that four-school group is down to just two. Of course, there is always a little bit of humiliation attached to every story of Cal athletics, and I believe that this applies to Stanford as well. But uh, California will receive a full share of all revenues, including media revenue, while contributing back a portion of its media revenue that will taper off until year 10, at which point it will begin retaining 100%. Listen to that. If that's not bullshit, I don't know what is. Okay, so we're 100% getting all the revenue. We just have to give some back over the next decade until we're al out allowed to keep it all. Dude, you're being brought in with a coupon. Just admit it. I mean, is, hasn't things been humiliating enough here, Cal? You got to try to gussy up the deal that you got. You're lucky to get a deal. Let me tell you what I, I would hope would happen now. Because college football players, college basketball players, it's a shame that no, no, no power is ever given to college basketball players because all of this has been done. All of this conference realignment has been done in the name of college football. Here's what I would love to see. Like, Damon, you're in charge of the sports metaphysical universe. You can control people's minds. You can influence huge portions of bodies of players. What I would suggest now more than ever before is to use this season, if you're college football players, to form a union, and then you go on strike at the end of the 2023 season demanding a cut of the media revenue, basically saying without us, you have no one to fulfill all the 2024 media expectations, which you just played the hardest to understand, shame on you for doing it, game of musical chairs we've ever seen in sports. College football players would never have more leverage than right now 
They've got more power and leverage than right now than ever before because so many agreements have been entered into starting in 2024. You cut off that starting point in 2024, you're going to get networks panicking. You're going to get chancellors panicking. You're going to get college panicking. And that could be a media revenue share. Again, it you got it. You got to have some real, real desire to upset the apple cart. You want to disrupt the system, college football players. I'm looking at your possibility and the right time being right now. And don't tell me the price of football doesn't go up infinitely, almost by the year. Have you read the new NFL valuations in Forbes? Because the new team valuations are in just to start, just in time to start the season. And all I can tell you is that the NFL average team is now worth a record $5.1 billion. So on the average, an NFL team is worth at least $5 billion. That is an increase of 14% to the league average year over year. This is a uh, a league that just saw the Washington Commanders sold as well for $6.05 billion. That helps the, the price go up. As Forbes reports, there were also four teams that rose at least 20% in value during the past year. The Tennessee Titans are up 26% to $4.4 billion. The Raiders are now worth $6.2 billion, up 22% from more than a year ago. The Miami Dolphins are up 24% to be worth 5.7. The Cleveland Browns are up 20% at $4.62 billion. The 49ers, a lot of 49er fans are saying, where's my team? Where's Team Silicon Valley? How much are they worth? Well, like just about anything, you can't be worth as much as you would be had you stayed in San Francisco. The 49ers are valued at $6 billion. That is $200 million less than the Raiders. The Raiders, according to Forbes, are now worth more than the 49ers, which were, you know, around that top five. Now they are the ninth most valuable team in the NFL. The Cowboys, the Patriots, the Rams, the Giants, and the Bears are in the top five with the Raiders, Jets, Commanders, 49ers, there they are, and the Eagles rounding out the top 10. But just to let you know, you should never feel bad for anyone, whether they rise or fall in the top five, out of the top five. If you are in the business of owning an NFL team, business is good. And to just let you know that things can become really, really rosy one year after your team sucking out loud. Just look at what happened to the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos were just sold last year for $4.65 billion. They're worth 5.1 this year, already up 10%, and they just had one of the worst seasons in franchise history. So there you go. I mean, you can't go wrong being in that billionaire's boys club. You just can't. You cannot go wrong. From the Billionaire Boys Club to the exclusive club of one that is now open for business in Major League Baseball, and it is a club of one. While the San Francisco Giants were putting up crooked numbers and actually winning decisively in San Diego just last evening, and they continue that four-game Labor Day series down at Petco all weekend long, 
up in Los Angeles, you had the Braves and the Dodgers going at it in a very much marquee matchup in the National League with two NL MVP contenders duking it out with each other. You got Ronald Acuna Jr. and Mookie Betts just going at it. Mookie's been on fire, but I don't think anybody in the National League has put together a more impressive resume than Ronald Acuna Jr. And he became the first member ever, and you do kind of have to make the club up for him, but that's what we did for 4040 guys too. Jose Canseco was the first ever 40-40 guy in 1988, followed by Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, and Alfonso Soriano. Ronald Acuna is the first man and only member of the 30-60 club, and he became that last night at Dodger Stadium. Uh, he basically wrapped up the National League MVP almost in that act alone, right? He is the first and only major leaguer to ever have a 30 home run, 60 stolen base season. And just looking at the amount of games that he has left, there's a, there is a shot for him, although he did really have to be cooking uh, with the bat to maybe get to 40, 70. He can easily swipe 10 more bags and then, time he's got left, but 10 more home runs might be asking an awful lot. But again, 30, 60 first man ever to do that in major league history. So cheers to him and cheers to Mr. And Mrs. Acuna jr. He got married yesterday before the game. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't work on the day that I, I got married. Ronald Acuna went to work the day after he got married in a very small, intimate ceremony somewhere in Los Angeles. Ghosted the entire team in terms of uh, in terms of uh, invites. I don't think he invited anybody. It's just like me and my me and my grab me and my gal are tying the knot. That's that. Keeping it simple. Heck, all I can tell you is that you know weddings are expensive. Keep it smart. Bosa, 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 Bosa. We're waiting on Nick Bosa. When Nick Bosa does something, obviously that's going to be a moment in time where we got some big breaking news going on. But until then, kind of a little bit of a slow news day. We got college football arriving, Indiana, uh, a 31 and a half point home dog to Ohio State. Nothing says football's here like getting your ass kicked by Ohio State. So that's going to happen. We saw Nebraska's metamorphosis into uh, basically a, 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 a team that'll never really matter again happened last night. And by the way, if you're UCLA, if you are Washington, if you're Oregon, you should look at Nebraska and its entry into the Big Ten as a cautionary tale of what is about to happen to you. Maybe Oregon's a little bit better positioned, a little bit more of a cool quotient and still coming in to recruit in the state of California, which will get them better recruits than Nebraska's had lately. But um, watch the Big Ten eat alive some teams that got used to what I will call a mostly adorable Pac-12 schedule and lifestyle. Like, I was getting into it on Twitter last night saying, like, you guys don't even know what winter is, much less three straight games, East Lansing uh, or, or Ann Arbor. But you got Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State. Like, good luck with that three-week stretch because that's going to come to you. That's going to come to you. And that trip to Madison is harder than any trip you've ever had to Arizona or Arizona State. Like, Wisconsin will kick your ass at home. Minnesota with a big win over Nebraska last night, kind of, I guess. Matt Rule, welcome to the Big Ten. It ain't going to be easy, sweetheart.
A little bit of a slow news day with college football right around the corner with week one of the NFL starting on Thursday and then a full maximum football slate of action coming up on Sunday. I am ready. I know you are ready. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. I want to leave you with this, though, before we slip quickly into Club Plus. I have identified what I believe is truly the saddest thing on television. It's not one of those, you know, donate to this dog who's got pudding in its eye, rescue animal things with some Sarah McLaughlin and arms of the angels. It's, it's, it, it's not even like send money to starving children across oceans. Like that's not the saddest thing on TV. It, it is. It, it's pretty sad because that's real life stuff. What I'm about to say is, is just kind of joking saddest thing on TV, but in another way, it's not. I don't think there's anything sadder on TV than the Barry Bonds Diablo grill commercials that we're getting during Giants games. Have you seen these things? Have you seen this? This is Barry Bonds. This is Major League Baseball's all-time home runs leader, one of the greatest players to ever live and breathe and play in our national pastime. And he's got a commercial that might even be under the weight class of Mike Yastrzemski. Are you kidding me with this? Now, look, I'm not here to knock the hustle. And maybe Barry is doing a solid for a friend, or maybe he's like a silent partner in Diablo Grills. And when it comes to doing, you know, local advertising, that's where my life is headed and doing, and I'm doing it. But I'm Damon Bruce. I'm, I'm you know, I'd be thrilled to represent Diablo Grills. I am not Major League Baseball's uh, all-time home runs leader. What the hell is Barry Bonds doing in that commercial? By the way, a very thin Barry Bonds, rail thin Barry Bonds. Like again, I'm not knocking the hustle, right? But this man should be in Cooperstown, not filming commercials that are in the weight class of a, a young minor league call-up. Like if you told me Casey Schmidt was doing Diablo Valley Grill commercials. If you told me that Lamont Wade Jr. was the guy walking around the showroom going, oh, I could put a burner, a pot on a burner on this stove over here. Like if it was Lamont Wade, I'd let that, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. J.D. Davis, sure. Sure. Logan Webb, you're new here. You haven't signed that second major league contract yet. I don't know what they're paying you. Probably not much, but put the money in your pocket. You got a growing profile. Good for you. Barry Bonds is selling fucking grills. You kidding me? I, I can't believe it. I mean, if Barry Bonds is in a commercial, he should be selling Cadillacs and like a nationwide commercial, not doing local Diablo grill commercials. Again, he must have a friend who owns the place. I don't, what do you think Barry's charging for that? I have no idea. To me, whatever money he's making probably isn't worth the embarrassment that I think should be attached to that. That is terrible. Barry Bonds selling grills during Giants games. This guy should, again, he should be selling Mercedes. He should be selling Cadillac. He should be selling Tesla. Not freaking Weber's. Unbelievable. By the way, kids, boys and girls, take some notes here. This is also a little bit of a cautionary tale. If you treat a lot of people like crap 
along the way to your success, which a lot of people will always try to hold against you because you might have cheated your way to it. The silence is deafening when the world is ready to move on from you. When the music stops, if you treat everyone around you like an asshole and people don't really trust you, you'll have no friends. Diablo Grills should be doing business with Damon Bruce, not Barry Bonds. Or how about this? Damon Bruce should want to be doing business with Diablo Grills. I love a good grill. I'm a backyard griller. Barry Bonds is one of the single greatest major leaguers of all time. What the hell is that? It's sad. So with uh, AMP streaming along for the first time in a long time today, let me brace everyone there for what is about to happen. We're about to do a little something on YouTube called Club Plus. If you are listening on the podcast, which, by the way, just had a record month, a month that I'm sure will be smashed once again because it's September, which means it's sports time again, boys and girls. Um Thank you for all the support. Thank you for listening on the podcast, if that's where you are indeed listening today. And the only thing I can tell you is have a great Labor Day weekend. I'll be back at 11 on Monday. We're not taking any respite from our labor over here. And I'll just remind you that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, whew, he is gone.